This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And you guys always hear me, almost always, start the show with that we are brought to you by the great folks at Capital Plus. And so this week, we have a special treat. We have a returning guest, although she hasn't been on for a while. But she is one of the leaders of Capital Plus, Mrs. Renee Tyak. Renee, welcome to the show. Hey, Ken. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so it's been a while, and uh, she's been on the show several times. But gosh, I'm trying to remember the last time you were on. It's been quite some time. And I think, you know, with everything going on with, uh, with small businesses really having, struggling right now globally, but especially in the U.S., I thought it was a good time to have you back on to sort of talk about a little bit more, or I guess again, about how Capital Plus, what Capital Plus does, how they do it, um, things like that. Because I think, you know, as, as you guys have heard me talk before about um, Capital Plus, it's, you know, there's a lot of things out there that can help you as far as with the cash flow management and you know capital plus is the only place i recommend um for the things that they do because of i know renee and her team and how they do things um and there's some unsavory folks in that business so you got to be careful so um that being said renee since it's been a while why don't you give us a, a little bit of a sort of a brief reintroduction if you will <laughs> sure sure well yeah thanks again ken i appreciate this opportunity I always love the show and I love being a part of it. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Capital Plus was founded in 92 by my father. He's a, um, I always like to promote that he's a West Point grad class of 1969. So I was a sort of a military brat in the sense that I was raised by him and held to high standards with regard to discipline, integrity, that sort of thing. And he implemented a lot of those core values in our business. I'm thrilled today to still be with Capital Plus, and we are doing very well. I would say that we are doing well today because of the strength of our clients. And what we do is we help our clients balance cash flow. Um, our clients are very busy growing their businesses, managing their businesses, adhering to the new regulations that they've been dealing with uh, you know, amid this pandemic. And we can take the headache out of credit evaluations, collection efforts, payment processing. And we also provide um, flexible liquidity against those receivable portfolios. So it is a fantastic source of liquidity, but it's coupled with uh, extreme and wonderful customer service that helps streamline that cash conversion from an invoice to cash. And that's what we do. And um, that's what we love. Yeah. And I said, when we'll get into some nuts and bolts and talk about some real uh, detailed specifics, but I think uh, the interesting, other interesting part, if I can back up for just a second, Renee is so Renee worked in the business a bit as a, as a, uh, let's just say earlier in her career, then she yeah. left and went, went into the corporate world and then came back and into Capital Plus. So she's, you know, and in both in all areas, she's been working with small businesses um, and learned a lot in the corporate world outside of Capital Plus as well. And so I think 
having that perspective and bringing that perspective to the table also mm -hmm. makes it um, very helpful for business owners as they sit down. I know, you know, Renee and I have talked with business owners uh, several different times, and I, I always find it refreshing, Renee, that the perspective you have and how you're able to consider a very broad base of options, even if it's something that's outside of what Capital Plus does. I think that's one of the things that really sets um, Capital Plus apart from some of the other players in the industry. Oh, thank you. We do play well with other lenders in the sandbox. And I uh, it, I spent some years at Key Bank and the business banking team with a phenomenal group of bankers. Um, what was unique about those guys is their real commitment to do right by the client. They were incentivized by loans and deposits, but truly motivated by what was right for the client. Um, that, that message really resonated with me. And of course, we believe in that wholeheartedly at, at Capital Plus, um, but we do work well with other lenders um, in order to do what's right for the client. If, if receivable management and financing is no longer the right fit for the client, we actually help the client move on to another resource, another partner. Um, and, and that actually is one of the many benefits of our move. We moved and became a division of United Capital Funding, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. And we did this in 2019. Every day I wake up grateful for that move because we have the, the support of such a wonderful organization so when the pandemic um, really impacted our businesses, a lot of our clients were able to go through Gulf Coast Bank and Trust for the PPP loans and such. So um, we play very well with other lenders. At the same time, we are supported and essentially owned by Gulf Coast Bank and Trust now. So we, we play very well with other lenders and are supported by one directly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that partnering with them, I think was, was huge because it opened a, a lot of other doors that maybe weren't uh, as available for you guys previously. Would you, you say that's correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, first of all, the team there is, is wonderful, very supportive of our efforts, our mission, our core values as we deliver them to the clients, because a lot of those core values ring true with them. Uh, they are financially strong with over 2 billion in assets and equ equity capital. And I, a net worth, I think, of over 175 million. So financially strong backing behind us, which is so important in today's environment. But moreover, the culture was a fabulous fit for us. We did through the transition, we did not lose one employee or team member, as I say, nor one client. Um, the culture was just a wonderful fit. The trust level was already established before we merged into their group. Um, and as I said, we're still very grateful every day for that opportunity to be a part of United Capital and Gulf Coast Bank. And Trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so I want to, so I guess I should mention too, during the third segment, we always get tips from our guests. And, and so I should uh, probably let you guys know what that's going to be. As you can guess with Renee's background and what she does, she is an absolute superstar with helping with matching different financing options and considering, okay, where are you right now? Why do you think you need funds? How many funds, how much in funds do you think you need? Um, and, and she can help guide you down the path of where, what might be your best options, right? Maybe it's mm -hmm. an alternative lender. Maybe it's factoring. Maybe, you know, there's a whole 
a bunch of arrows in her quiver and with her broad experience she's able to do that so that's what she's going to uh, give us some tips on is sort of what to watch for what you would be looking for when you you need some financing options because again making a mistake in that space could be very costly not only could you end up dealing with a unsavory uh lender uh which unfortunately does happen predatory in, in some ways but you know you could be end up with a product that maybe doesn't fit exactly what you need you end up with someone who's just a salesperson who's trying to meet a quota and not necessarily concerned about your needs which again is why I, I send folks to capital plus because i know renee and her team are not like that at all so i think that's very important i want to make sure we clarify that with everyone so we're up against a break here we're going to come back um we're going to dive in a little bit more details with renee on you know, sort of what a typical engagement with someone looks like. Um, and I, I'm cheating because I know what that looks like, but I want everyone to sort of understand that. So come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio and we'll continue talking with Renee Tayak of Capital Plus. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio, and it is time for the tip of the week. And this week, it's actually a quote. I absolutely love this. Of course, that's why I don't have a whole lot of quotes with the weekly tips, but this one I really like. And it is by none other than Mr. Sir Winston Churchill. And the quote is, it's not enough that we do our best, sometimes we have to do what's required. Um, and I think that one's pretty powerful. And it's, uh, it makes you think a little bit. And sometimes, uh, you know, again, you got to roll up your sleeves and dig a little bit deeper than you typically would um, to get projects across the line to accomplish those goals you're looking for. And as we're, you know, gosh, we're already winding down the fourth quarter here for 2020. And so, you know, I think it's really important to keep that sort of mindset in mind as you are tackling those goals you have for the year as well as the fourth quarter. So that is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. All right. So let's get back into talking again with this week with Renee Tyak from Capital Plus. And Renee, I wanted to talk a little bit more about, so what would be, what would it look like? So let's say there's someone out there um, listening right now that says, gosh, you know, I'm looking to maybe expand. Um, I want to open another location, or maybe I'm just having some cash flow challenges. And, you know, what are some options I could Dude, I only need short-term help. I don't need, you know, necessarily a loan, or maybe it's something I just need to tap into occasionally. What would that look like? They sit down with you, you start talking with them. What's that that whole interaction engagement sort of look like? Oh, it's very easy and pretty streamlined. We will look at first a customer list. Who are you doing business with? How credit worthy are they? And what is their their payment trend? So if they're paying on average 
the rest of their vendors in 35 days, but they're paying you in 42, we identify that discrepancy and then determine why is that? Is that something that can be corrected or not? Is there um, excessive risk with one particular client over another? Could there be a concentration issue? What are we looking at in terms of the customer list? So first we look at the customer list. Secondarily, we look at the invoices and any supporting documentation that might go with that, be it a purchase order or perhaps um, a master service agreement, anything to support that the invoice can be issued to your client and is due and payable. And then we look at the aging. How does the aging fare? Are are payments coming in within terms uh, as agreed upon with the debtors or are they aging out? And if so, why? What can be impacted and have a positive effect on the business? And then we look at, okay, if you were to outsource the credit and collections function of the business, what does that make possible for the business owner? What does that allow them to then do? Um, You know, I know in our business, I look regularly at what activities am I doing on a monthly basis that if I gave or to someone else or delegated out, could I then have more time available to work on the business Mm -hmm. and grow the business? And so our goal is by handling the credit and collections functions, we allow the business owner and their core management team to work on the business. Secondarily, as I mentioned earlier, if a client outsources that credit and collections function to Capital Plus and we're managing that receivable portfolio, then the client has the ability to take advances against those receivables as though they would with a line of credit. The difference is a line of credit is a a credit structure issued by a bank typically based on historical financial performance. So that's typically going to be limited to what your historical financial performance can demonstrate you can repay. Now for a growth focused company, they want to look into the future and they very likely will need more availability, more access to cash than what historical financial performance would allow by a bank standards. And that's great time to look at receivable management and financing because as your receivables grow, a couple of things happen. Your credit risk can increase unless you have control over that. Your aging can become um, outstretched. Invoices can start going out 30, 60, 90 days delayed, causing a cash crunch. And, And third, you can get caught up in applying those payments, processing those payments, reconciling the invoices, and then you don't, you end up with a cash shortage. And so if you outsource that credit and collections function to the right team, that can already streamline your cash flow. And then secondarily, you always have access to liquidity if and when you need it. So we like to work with sophisticated management teams who understand the benefit of the services coupled with that flexible access to liquidity. Yeah. And I think, so the key points to take out of that, so great explanation, by the way, but uh, you know, think about this, those of you guys out there listening right now. So think about this. So as Renee mentioned, you sit down with her, essentially what she described at the outset was they're going to do a review of your overall cash flow position, right? Again, like she was mentioning where, how are, how are things working? How are they not working? And they're experts at this. So they can quickly tell you, Hey, by the way, 
here's a way that you can, maybe you need to change some of the wording and the verbiage on your invoices and that can help improve and shorten down your uh, DSO, right? Your day sales outstanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things like that, they do this for a living. You don't have to be a credit expert. You don't have to be a collections expert. It's going to help you improve your cash flow. So when you need the cash, you can you can get that. You can tap into that liquidity by using them. And then finally, if you're using them as your credit and collections, you know, think about this. Who likes to do collections? Raise your hand. Yeah, nobody, right? Um, and, and by the way, I, I've talked about this before on the show, but no one likes to do it. And so what happens? Whoever you assign that to in your company, what do they do? do you, what do you do with things you don't want to do? You procrastinate. Right. And because you're all darn, I didn't get to it today. I guess I'll do it tomorrow. Right. It's too important. It's way too important of a task to allow that to happen. And so having someone like Capital Plus as part of your team, as part of your, you know, essentially they become part of your team um, with, with the credit and collections areas, massively important and, and super good with cash. flow. like I said, can give you tips up front more than likely to help you improve the cash flow, can give you give you the liquidity on those invoices and then help you manage the collection of that. I got to tell you, I mean, it's not every business doesn't need it, but man, there's so many businesses. I, I've told Renee this all the time. It's just a matter of getting the word out because I think a lot of businesses don't realize that things like this are even available to them. Oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of times people think of it, you know, just as you had mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned that is, you know, oh, geez, I'll just get a line of credit. But again, depending where you're at and your company's at in their life cycle, that might not be a very good option for you. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's when something like, you know, working with a place like Capital Plus and doing some factoring on your invoices becomes very important uh, to be able to have that liquidity. Like I said, if you're in growth mode, um, it's you're going to need that cash. And so all of a sudden you're you're choking off your growth because you don't have the cash and you might be missing some opportunities, especially right now um, with everything that's going on, you know, in the economy. There's a lot of opportunity to seize right now. And I think if you don't have that cash and you're not able to take advantage of that, man, you're really missing out. Um, and, and you could have missing out some ma massive opportunities during this time. So I think it's really important to, to consider that. Um, let's see, we're up against the break here. I'll, let me give you one, let me give you a quick question, Renee. This is, sure. this is, this is, this is a little easier. Um, if you, let me, let's try this one. What advice would you give to your 25 year old self? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would. I always tell my children, waiting tables gives you a sort of a sense of humility and respect for others and appreciation for what they do. But I would also say, going into banking early in your career is smart as well. So um, I would tell myself to spend a few years in banking right out of the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that helps, no matter what your business is. All right, we're going to hit a break here. We'll come back. We're going to get some tips from Renee. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsebot.com. Again, that's the Pulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, 
plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join MrBizNation at MrBizSolutions.com. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And I did want to circle back just real quick because I kind of ran out of time there. Just, uh, I didn't do the best at managing the old clock there at the end. But I did want to touch on what you said, Renee, as far as the advice to your 25-year-old self. I, I think that's great. I mean, I, I talk to our kids the same way, the because I think, you know, working even in retail, but especially being a server really gives you an appreciation for folks and how to deal with folks, difficult people, nice people. You know, it really, mm -hmm. I think, helps round you out very well. And of course, I would agree with the banking because I came out of my undergrad and went into banking. So I would agree with that, too. Uh, so, um, But no, I think that's great advice. And I, I would uh, definitely echo that as well. Uh, so let's let's dive in here. Let's let's pick Renee's brain a little bit and have her help us. So Renee, we've got someone out there that's listening right now and says, "Hey, man, I've got some potential financing options I'm considering. What are some things that they should look for? Maybe what are what do you think that you know? What can, advice can you give on what lenders are looking for? Things like that." Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I would definitely start well before you have the cash need. Um, this could be a lengthy process and frankly, it should be because you want to find the right partner. There will be times that a community bank is the right answer. There will be times that a large bank is a better answer. Uh, it really depends on the phase of the business that you're in and the capital need that you have. What are you looking to accomplish? How will the money be used? And how long will it take to repay the money if it is a longer term facility? So there's a lot of questions and relationship matters a great deal. So when you're looking, you want to consider all of those aspects I just said, you know, the who, what, why, where, and when of your ask. I'm going to be asking for money. So who should I consider? What will it be used for? How will it be repaid? Those are questions to ask. Um, in this day and age, if you are looking for financing, it's very important to look behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Who is funding your source of capital? Um, we have a lot of online lenders in play. We have the rise of FinTech, which I think is very, very favorable for the borrower as well as for the lender. I like to see this um, emergence of technology improving our financial offering out there. And I think it's only going to continue to improve as banks get more and more behind some of this new technology. But as you look at some of these online options or boutique lenders, it is important to ask, how are they funded? Because if, if credit markets tighten and your lender runs into an issue that will trickle downhill and could become your issue. So it's very important to, as I say, look behind the curtain and know how is your lender funded. And I think that's great advice because I, I can tell you even from my personal experience working with business owners, I think so often folks think of a lender. Well, of course, how would my lender ever get in any sort of financial trouble or have liquidity issues or anything like that? I mean, you just assume 
um, that the lender, you know, is taking care of their own business and they're going to be in good shape. But you're, you're exactly right. I mean, they could, depending on who is behind it and the capital they have behind them, they could find themselves in a bad spot. And again, as you said, it could end up flowing downhill and become your problem. Yep. And then you may have to find a new solution in a very short period of time, which puts everybody at risk. Right. And, and it may be in a bad time too, mm-hmm. right? When, when lenders have tightened up their standards, um, if, if the economy mm-hmm. has taken a downturn, and so now it might be difficult or maybe even impossible to find that, you know, that new funding. So it's super important to do that. I think that's a great tip. Yeah, I would also add one thing, and that's that, you know, some of these industries like my industry is unregulated, which is a fabulous thing because it gives us a whole host of options. But it does put the responsibility on the borrower to do their due diligence on the lender. Is this program right for the borrower long term? That's for the borrower to really dig into and answer. Um, I, I think a lot of times, whether it's an SBA product or a line of credit, a lot of times borrowers will follow the lead of one advisor, but more than one advisor needs to be considered. Ask your advisor who is your CFO, ask your advisor who is your banker, ask your advisor who is your attorney. Long-term, these are my goals. Does this facility allow me to accomplish that? Because what you don't want is a solution for today that doesn't provide for tomorrow. Yeah, again, super important. I had, I'll give you one quick example I had where um, a client of mine asked me to review. They were, unbeknownst to me, went out on their own and it was an online lender that I had never heard of. Uh, I'll just preface it with that. (laughs) You probably know what direction I'm going. And he said, hey, I'm getting ready. To, I'm going to get this loan. It was super easy. Um, would you mind taking a look at this stuff? And so I was digging through some of the terms. And of course, there's, you know, a gazillion pieces of paper. Uh, it was online, but, you know, a lot of a volume of data to get through. And what I think a lot of times these unsavory people in the industry are banking on is the fact that you don't understand it. You're not going to dig through it in some cases, because in this case, they had a very attractive initial rate that was going to expire. So it was a limited time offer as far as the rate, right? This attractive rate was going to go away uh, in only six months. And that was not very prevalent in the, you know, it was in the guts of the, the, the super detail, not the, necessarily the fine print, but the super detail, you know, five pages back. Number one, and number two, if you were more than five days late on any mm-hmm. payment during the term, all of a sudden that introductory rate would essentially multiply by a five X factor. So all of a sudden now you're at a predatory rate where, holy crap, how do you even afford the interest on that? When all of a sudden the interest rate gets above 20%, um, just, and then things like that, people, that's why it's so important before you enter into any sort of agreement with lending, like Renee said, you really have to figure a lot of look behind the curtain and figure a lot of that stuff out. So you don't get yourself into a bad spot. Mm-hmm. What are yeah, some other things? Just add the, huh? um, that, that situation occurs many times with lines of credit. People come in, they, they take a hundred, $500 million line based on, as I said earlier, their historical performance and what they can repay, but they're trying to fuel growth and the growth needs more capital than what the historical financial performance allows for. So that, again, is a less um, negative sense or um, predatory, but mm-hmm. it, it's the same sense of uh, in that the existing facility doesn't provide for what the company needs 
in the future to fuel the growth. And so they have to restructure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, again, even taking that longer term approach too, and kind of thinking, and it's impossible to predict their future, of course, but at least thinking out with that, uh, whatever that, you know, financing option is going to be, is this not only, as you had mentioned before, Renee, does this not only suit my short-term needs, but is this going to make sense for me in 24 months, 36 months, 60 months, et cetera, or is this going to handcuff me on my options down the road? So those are some really important considerations, I think. Right. So we've only got, uh, let's say about 30 seconds left here. What, what are some things, uh, what, what, give us one thing that a lender looks for that most people say, why the heck do they need that? <laughs> why the heck do they need that? Yeah, like for example, they when they ask for information, like, oh, why are they asking for, I'll give oh, you- Oh, you know, everybody balks when I ask for the accounts payable aging, but, it's important to look at the full financial picture. We like to see an income statement, a balance sheet, an accounts receivable aging, and the accounts receivable aging tells you what's coming in, but the accounts payable aging tells you what should be going out. So in order to get that full picture of the cash flow, we need both in, uh, we'd love to see the cash flow budget, but <laughs> two items. Everybody asks me why we need the AP aging. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense, that makes sense. Well, again, this week we've been talking with Renee Tyak from Capital Plus. Renee, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Great insights. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz or give them a call at 855-522-3951. Have a great week, everyone. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.